coming to you from my apartment that doubles as a podcast recording studio. This is What Should I Do With My Life with Steph Horowitz. I'm Steph Horowitz. Thanks for joining me. This podcast is about how none of us know what we're doing. None of us have it figured out. No matter if you seem like you have it all together, you really don't, so be honest. We're going to talk about real stories from real people, their experiences, how they're figuring it out. From career pivots to being in the same industry for 40 years, we're going to hash this thing out so we can all find more meaning and passion in our work and day-to-days. Hi everyone, meet the wonderful Shayna Recker, a business coach and mindset strategist. Today's episode is a special expert edition. While still learning about Shayna's story as in typical What Should I Do With My Life episodes, this episode is actually more of a deep dive into insights and actionable advice for our listeners from our expert. Shayna is a coach for new coaches, helping them start their businesses and launch their first group coaching programs using the Quantum Leap strategy. In this episode, Shayna shares about the importance of making a financial investment in your transformation journey, talks about why we should set big goals and dream big, and discusses where we should begin if we have no idea what to do with our lives. A lot of us are scared to take that first step into change and achieve our goals, and Shayna really helps us break down how to step into action. Hope you enjoy. Shayna, welcome to What Should I Do With My Life? I'm so happy to have you here today. Oh, well, thank you. I'm super excited to be here. I'm super excited. And I'm also additionally to having you here excited because this is the first time we're doing an expert edition of what should I do with my life? And I'm pumped for you to share some insight and Mm know-how with our listeners. So I feel like we should just dive in. So Shayna, in one sentence, what do you do? So I am a coach for new coaches and I help them start their business and launch their first high ticket group coaching program. So how does one become a coach for coaches? So (laughs) that's an interesting question. Uh, I learned how to become a coach for coaches by starting my own coaching business. Now I didn't coach coaches in the beginning. I actually started coaching uh, network marketing because I was, I had become a top level network marketer. I had made, you know, multiple six figures in that business. And I saw this rise in the coaching industry online. And I was like, Hey, I know some things like maybe I could create another stream of income by helping people with what I know. And so I started at that time, it was called girlfriend's guide to network marketing. And I started a coaching business, helping people in network marketing. And then in over that process of building that business, people were asking me, how do I, how did you do that? Like, like I know stuff about this. Can I start a coaching business? Like how, how did you get online? All these things. And I discovered this passion for the process of building an online business. So I was like, wait a minute. I didn't mind. I didn't mind coaching network marketing, but I have to say I didn't love it. I just did it because that's what I thought I should do. Cause that's what I was good at. And I realized that the actual passion was like, I'm a tech nerd. I totally love social media technology. Um, I love talking. I love getting out there. I love teaching. And so I realized that my actual skill sets were in, in that area and showing people how to to, to take what they know and turn it into a business. It kind of unfolded. <laughs> Definitely. How did you realize that those were the skills you had that were super relevant to this kind of job? Because mm-hmm. a lot of our listeners who might not know what they want to do with their life, and maybe they're not sure what is right for me. How do you actually identify those skills? How did you? Yeah. Well, I remember it specifically. One of my girlfriends came by uh, that I hadn't seen in a while. and We had a glass of wine on the porch 
And she was talking about her business. She's a counselor. And she was saying about how she was like, I, I love what I do. I'm in the small town of Squamish. I'd love to be able to help more people, but I just don't know how to get outside of my town. And I started like vomiting all of this information on her. I'm like, oh my gosh, you need to get online. Like you could totally build this and you could do that. And you could like, I just started rattling off all these things. And I got really excited about it for her. Like, I was like, oh my gosh, Kristen, you like, you could, you could be a global site. Like you could have this brand that could reach all over, over the world. And like, and I, it was that not in that exact moment, but in looking back at that, I was like, wow, I got really fired up over that. I think that there's something in this for me that I think I need to switch gears here because this really got me excited to be able to show her how she could take what she knew and expand it into a bigger space. So it was the passion. It was the fire. You, you, you just know it. You just know when you're talking about something, how you, how you're feeling about it is a sign. Yeah. And it's also so natural for you. This, you just said you were hanging out with mm-hmm. your friend, you were having wine and then, and then you reacted that way and you were able to give her guidance. And then now that's your career. Essentially. Yeah. <laughs> Which is why, I mean, that's the dream. That's the dream. So mm-hmm. taking a step back for people who mm-hmm. have not worked with coaches or not familiar with coaching, I would love just to hear a bit about the coaching work itself. You do the quantum leap yeah. strategy and who's going to coaches right now. Yeah. There's a couple things uh, about coaching. So there's teaching and then there's coaching. And I believe that I, I, for me, I do a mix of both. So teaching is like, Hey, here's a step-by-step, uh, let's say video on how to set up your Instagram profile for, let's say like, that's part of my programs. That's part of what I do with people. That's more of a teaching side of things on the coaching side is when we get on calls and then they're saying to me, so this is how I'm feeling, or this is what I'm thinking of doing. You know, how does that, like, how should I do this or how to do that? And there's like more of an intuitive conversation that happens. Like I find when I'm coaching, I'm tuned in to what they're thinking And I'm not pre-planning or pre-strategizing what I'm going to say. There's just like this conversation. It's almost like a mastermind, like our minds sort of start mixing together and we're coming up with ideas and we're, I'm giving guidance based on what they're saying and how they're feeling and what they're doing. And that's to me, more of the coaching side of things. So someone who would want to work with a coach is somebody who's looking for guidance on how to close a gap. Basically it's like, Hey, I want to start a business. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. I could Google my way through it. I could find videos and and modules and things like that. But I also want someone to say, Hey, I've done this and these were my pitfalls. And these are the things that, you know, the mistakes that I made and I'm going to show you what not to do as much as I'm going to show you what to do so that you can get there faster than I did so that you can start having success faster than I did. So I basically close that gap of unknowing <laughs> of what they, you know, what they don't know and their fears and their doubts and help them basically jump to where they want to go, which does lead into the quantum leap stuff. Before we go into the quantum yeah. leap strategy, I'm thinking about like taking the first step. I feel like a lot of people, myself included, I could say, I should go to a coach. Like I really should go to a coach. I really need that guidance, but I, it's a lot of money and it's a big Mm -hmm. commitment. And what am I going to change my whole life right now? What do you say to someone who is a perfect candidate for coaching, but is afraid Mm -hmm. to take that first step? Yeah. Uh, there's a few things. Cause Hey, I've been there. I mean, my first coach was $3,000 us. I'm Canadian. So when you do the exchange on that, it's a bit of a bump, but I knew that he knew what I needed to know. 
And I was tired and very overwhelmed trying to Google my way through becoming a successful online business coach. And so by making that investment, I fast-tracked my business. He actually helped me launch my first program, uh, build my my email list. Uh, I had a thousand people on my email list within three months. I had uh, my first program launched and he got me started in, in so much faster than I would have been able to on my own. So that investment actually sped up uh, me make, being able to make money because he gave me his know-how. So that's kind of like what we just said. Mm-hmm. But the other thing is, is that I believe that transformations happen when there's a transaction because there's a commitment to what it is that you say you want to do when you make an investment, you show up. You know, when I had a call with Bob, that was his name, Bob Heilig. When I had a call with Bob, you're, you know, I was there, I was ready. I was taking notes. It was like, I paid for this. I'm going to get everything I can out of it. And so that my first investment was $3,000. My second investment was 10,000 us. And I had, I only had the first payment. I had to do the payment plan. I didn't, I, you know, I, I knew I still had things to learn. Bob taught me so much, but I was ready to expand and get to that next level. And, um, this coach, her name was Amber. uh, She taught me how to do group coaching programs. She taught me how to basically leverage my time and be able to teach people at once. And so that $10,000 investment turned into a six figure year for me. So I made, I made a hundred thousand off that 10,000. So it was like, again, I fast-tracked my knowledge so that I could create this next, this next level, this next evolution. Um, I've since invested $100,000 in coaches since I started back in 2016. And each one has helped me take my, myself and my business to the next level in a different way. So when you're afraid, one, there's a, there's a, a faith that you have to have that this investment is there to teach you something. And that you guys, here's the other thing, and this is kind of a little bit on the, on the side is that money is just energy. You know, we have such a tight grip on money. We feel like money is like, so, so, you know, it's so hard to get and all of these beliefs that we have. And when you understand that money is just energy and that when you put that energy into something that's going to grow you, it's going to come back. What we put Mm -hmm. out comes back. You've got to have that faith and that trust that, you know what, it's money. You're going to make more. You're going to learn something. You're going to be able to fit. You're going to be able to multiply that by learning from this coach and taking this information in and utilizing it. And then turning that 10,000 into a hundred or turning it into whatever the investment is multiplying it using that stuff to your advantage. So I, I believe that if you make the investment and you make the commitment, the transformation, that money will come back to you with coaching. If I'm coming to a coach, should I be dreaming big? Like I want to be the next Oprah or should I tone it down a notch in terms of actually achieving those goals and making it happen? what is the most likely to succeed mindset? Or I guess, do you know what I mean? Strategy of the person who's going to be coached. Yeah. I, I mean, yes. If you want to be the next Oprah, I absolutely think that that's a dream you need to have. Like my son (laughs) right now wants to, he, my son's 19. He wants to be an Oscar winning director. And I tell him all the time to write his Oscar speech and start visualizing and seeing himself in that space. Now, are there steps that he needs to take before he's going to get there? For sure. No one knows their path from where they are to where they want to be. No one knows the how we're not meant to know the how our job is to know what it is that we want. And then to start taking bold actions towards the thing. And when we take those actions, like investing in a coach, like 
you know, starting a podcast, like starting a coaching business, the how starts to unfold itself. But it's impossible for us to sit back and go, okay, well, I'm going to be the next Oprah. So let me, let me plan it all out. Let me just figure it all out. Well, no, you can't work that way. Your intuition actually knows the way, but the only way you can tap into your intuition is if you sort of fly by the seat of your pants and have fun and stay aligned and, and stay loose and not be so tight and to, you know, do some meditation, visualize, see yourself in those places, but then take the actions, go with the flow, have that sort of free flowing energy, stay tuned in, tapped in as Abraham Hicks always says, tapped in, tuned in, turned on or whatever, follow your passion, follow your heart, take that action, take the next action, do this next thing. And the how will start to show itself. Now, the other thing is, if you want to be the next Oprah and you're doing this, you also have to be patient. Oprah wasn't created overnight. You know, Oprah started way back in the early, you know, probably seventies when she started her interviews on on, broadcasting, right? So your path to becoming the next Oprah doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be the same as hers. It might be shorter. It might be longer, but if it's something you desire, then you've got to You've got to hang in there until you got to keep going until it's interesting, actually, on that note, I don't know if you've heard of the, the big Netflix thing right now, squid game, the, the man who wrote that tried to get that, that show produced for over 10 years. He was shot down 10, like for over 10 years, he keeps showing it to people, showing it to people. And everybody kept saying, no, 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 no. Now Netflix finally, like Netflix took it on. And now it's like the number one show of all time. A lot of people would say, oh, well, he's an overnight success. Netflix picked it up and now he's a success. Mm -hmm. Well, no, he's been working on this desire, this dream for 10 years. Are you willing to get turned down over and over and over again for 10 years in order to one day become the next Oprah? That's really a quantum leap. He, He had a quantum leap right there. It didn't happen overnight, but it was definitely a quantum leap. He was taking actions, doing all kinds of things. Yes, no, getting all kinds of results all over the place. And then one day Netflix said, we're in and he's up here. That's what a quantum leap looks like. So tell us more about the quantum leap strategy that you work with and work off of. Yeah. So it starts with, and, and we've kind of unfolded a lot of it here in this conversation so far, but it starts with having your aiming point. It starts with having that desire you know, what is it that you really want? And your desire is built off of, you know, what you're passionate about. Like you said, what you're naturally good at. Um, There's a multiple different elements to it, but passion, uh, what you're good at, what you love to do. Um, No ought tos or shoulds. Like, you know, a lot of times Mm -hmm. we're doing things because our parents, you know, we're doctors or lawyers. So we feel like we have to be doctors and lawyers and things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, It has to be something that you have a desire for or something that you want to create. And you have to be able to visualize it. You know, if we can see it in our mind, that means it's already created. It's already available to us to be, do, and have. So we just have to start taking action, which brings you to step two in the quantum leap strategy is once you have your aiming point, you need to start pursuing it. You need to start taking action and you need to start taking action quickly. This is not something that you can plan. Like Oprah didn't plan her path. She just started taking action. She started in television. Then she went to the next thing and the next thing and the Mm -hmm. next thing until, so you have to start pursuing and it's in the pursuit that the feedback you get every time you take a step, you learn something, you get feedback. Like when you started your podcast, you interviewed your dad, you know, cause we just talked about this. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and that was a step and that gave you feedback and you were like, okay, well, I want to do this again. 
I think I want to get the microphone so I can have a better, you know, like you've got mm-hmm. feedback from that first thing that helped you make the next step even better. And it yeah. led you to the next thing. And the next thing, a lot of people get stuck in the planning part and they never actually take a step. So they can't get to where they want to go. They're perpetually stuck because they're sitting in fear and self-sabotage and all of those things. And they don't realize that the thing that's going to get them out of that is action. Cause then you realize it's not as scary or as bad or as whatever you were thinking. Right. Yeah. And the action helps you realize, is this right or not? I mean, taking the action, it's also, I mean, I like to say this and people like to say it to me and just in terms of pit stops on your career journey or different jobs that you've done or things like that, it's helping you also realize if you don't like it. Okay. So I don't like that. So I thought I wanted this and now I'm living it and realizing, Hey, I actually don't want this. So it's still helping to bring you to the next space. And something that right. I, well, I had a bunch of questions, but two big questions are, if you have no idea what you want to do with your life, where do you begin in terms of deciding mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what that goal will be? And the second thing I wanted to ask is I've heard, I think there's a debate. Should you be doing something that you're good at or doing something that you're passionate about? Mm. We both, yes. right? But I'm yep. curious to hear yeah. what you think about that. Well, so the first question is, how do you know what to do? Right? Is that what that was your first question? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to, you know, ask yourself. There's some questions like, what do I love to do? What's what's easy for me that's difficult for other people? What uh, am I naturally good at? You know, asking, answering those questions. What am I passionate about? And then whatever your answers are to that, like, what is something that you could do that actually could make you some money, right? At the end of the day, we want to make money, right? We want to have, we want to be doing something that's going to bring in an income. You know, if, if macrame was your macrame was your like passion, can you make millions of dollars in macrame? You might, you could like, I'm sure that that's possible, but if you're also really good at teaching people how to start a business, let's say, is there a better chance you could make a better income off that. You know what I mean? Like, so you got to love what you're doing, but you also have to see a need for it. Like there's got to be a need for it and in a way that it can bring you an income. So, but that's not to say that if you love macrame, that you couldn't make a million dollars of macrame, if that's really what you want to do and that's your passion, then fucking go for it. Right. Teach people how to make macrame focused businesses. Yeah. (laughs) But you know what? I know a woman who does, she macrames little Pokemons and she sells them on Etsy and they sell out in like literally 12 seconds, but you have to have the desire to want to make a million dollars from macrame in order to make a million dollars from macrame. It can't be like, well, I do it and I like it. So maybe I'll turn it into a business. It's got to be no man. Like I, I, this is going to become the net, like my son who's like writing scripts right now and wants to be an Oscar winning director. He is so, his desire is so strong for that, that, that he's doing all the things he can do to try and make that become his reality. Entering in script contests, writing scripts, he's in school for this kind of stuff. Like he's taking those action steps. So to know what you want, you've got to, it's, it's in your heart. That's really where it is. It's in your heart. So you knew you wanted to start a podcast because you wanted to hear people's stories. You wanted, you had a desire. It was something that was in your heart. And I think that's your first clue then going, well, can I make money doing this? You know, go and explore that, like go figure it out, go try things. 
you know, that's, I, I didn't know I was going to become a business coach when I started coaching network marketers. I just knew I knew network marketing and I thought, well, let's see what happens with this. I didn't love teaching the network marketing. I had to do it to find out. But what I did discover was I loved online coaching and I found, and I found what, and, and it'll change again, like uh, 10 years from now, I'll be doing something totally different. I guarantee it, but I'm following what I feel in here in my heart. The second thing we were talking about is doing something, choosing something that you're good at versus passionate about. I think it's kind of the same. It's like, you've got to, you've got to sort of figure that out is, is you've got to try, but at the same time, we do need to feed our families and have income and all that kind of stuff. So if it's something you're passionate about, maybe you don't know how to make money at it right now, go explore it, but do something you're good at in the meantime, while you're to make some money, right? Like we don't have to just do one thing. Like my husband became an artist recently after being a graphic designer for 25 years. Well, he still kind of dabbles in graphic design because it does bring in some cash, but he's now evolving into selling art. And, and that's starting to now make more money than his graphic design business. Like, but it's taken a little bit of time to kind of, you know, make that transition. So explore, have fun, figure it out. Yeah. That point of kind of doing both and you don't need to just do one or the other makes Mm -hmm. me think about do clients or if anyone wants to make a quantum leap in their business or in their life, Mm -hmm. should they quit everything, quit what they're doing and focus on making this quantum leap? Is this something they can juggle with their current job or current career? What's the way to go? Well, here's the thing. We prioritize what's important to us. So when I was building my coaching business, I had a full-time network marketing business at the same time. I was jugg- I was doing both and it took, a, it took time. And plus I have three kids and a husband and a dog and a cat, right? So like I was, there was a lot of things going on, but what happened was, is over time as my coaching business, I really wanted to make this, I was starting to lose passion for the network marketing thing. It just wasn't lighting me up anymore, but it was definitely paying the bills. So I started prioritizing my coaching business first because that's where I wanted to grow. And then, you know, started, you know, then was doing what I needed to do for the other business until I was able to kind of flip-flop the incomes. And then I eventually started letting the network marketing thing go. You don't have to quit your job to, to be able to start something new. However, if you are, if the, and I, and obviously everybody has to do what's right for them. But if the, if the thing that you're, if the job that you have is creating a lot of stress, a lot of anxiety, a lot of negative emotion within you, and this other thing is really lighting you up, but you don't have time to do it. Yeah. You might want to make that, that leap and it might be a struggle and it might be, there might be some time where it's, you know, you're figuring things out and it might not be the most comfortable time, but if you are put in a corner like that you'll, you'll do things that are way bolder, way more that are going to move you forward faster because you are in a situation where you gotta, like, you know, it's not like there's no plan B there's no back door. There's no, like, you know, when you've got that, that plan B, "Ah, I didn't work on my side hustle today. That's okay. I'll do it tomorrow. Right. But when there's no plan B it's, I have to make this work. I'm doing this. Like, I don't like, not that you want to say, I don't have a choice, but you do it because you love it, but you, there's going to be more pep in your step. You're going to be bolder in the things that you're doing because you don't have that, that safety net. Hmm. There's a lot of trust and a lot of faith if you're going to take that step, but it definitely would, 
I say would propel you faster. You were coaching individuals and now you're coaching coaches essentially and helping women who are working in corporate go into coaching. So do you feel like there's a certain skill set or certain characteristics or traits that would make someone a good coach or a successful coach? Obviously you have to be able to, you know, cause we use the online world to help build our businesses. So there is going to be a comfort level in putting yourself out there on social media and uh, to be able to attract in clients, you know, is, is it absolutely necessary? No, I would say there are coaches out there who are building businesses without using social media, but it's, it's a lot more rare to, to find that these days because everybody's using social media. So there definitely could potentially be some skill sets that you need to grow into, let's say, um, if you're not comfortable with that kind of stuff. But I do believe that everybody has what it takes to do that. It's, it just may take some people longer to figure that stuff out than, than someone who's naturally okay with, you know, putting themselves out on podcast interviews and social media and doing that kind of stuff. So the ability to be able to obviously work with people, to be able to, to be able to teach, um, for me, to be honest in the beginning as a coach, I had no, I had no idea what I was doing. I had my first private client. I'd get on calls with her. I was sweating. I had like mm-hmm. a list of things. Like I had all these things written out. I've tried to be like, you know, and I re it took me a little while to really get comfortable with my intuition and be able to coach people intuitively and be able to listen and then be able to respond. And that came from experience that came from, you know, working with coaches myself, learning from those other coaches, you know, it came from reading and personal development and, you know, taking my own courses and programs and stuff. Um, And it also came from trusting myself trusting what was coming to my, my mind when they were asking me questions and being able to just offer out what I felt intuitively guided to say. Hmm. And that takes some time for people to get comfortable with that. So yeah, there's, I think anybody can do it. I think there's definitely a learning curve, uh, to getting yourself, you know, up and running and, and comfortable with, with doing all of those things. If you have some of those skill sets ahead of time, if your job you know, you're already teaching and talking to groups, you're already doing Mm -hmm. some of these things, you'll probably have an easier time for sure. It's really reassuring to hear you say, and you know, this is the whole gist of what should I do with my life? You know, you're an entrepreneur and you started your own business. And even at the beginning, you were nervous and you were figuring out and it takes time. It doesn't happen overnight. And I just, Mm -mm. I mean, that's the story of my life. That's the story of this podcast It's the story of our lives. And I'm so happy that you said that because it's Mm -hmm. true and it's universal and there's no shame in it. We're growing and we're learning and you need Mm -hmm. to experience those growing pains in order to, like you said, be able to intuitively tap in to the guidance Mm -hmm. you're going to give and what you want to say that you feel is right, that you're confident in. I'm curious as we start to wrap and I bet you I'm, we'll see. (laughs) What Shayna, what advice would you give to someone who's trying to figure it out? Oh, I would say you've got to like, I'm all about the action. I feel like that's one of my superpowers is to help motivate people to take action and do stuff. Like I think of my husband who wanted to become an artist and he was so damn afraid to like put paint on a 
on a board, you know, like he, he's very, he's been artistic his whole life. Um, that's why he became a graphic designer. But I remember it was, it was December of 2019 and we were off for Christmas and he is his business, you know, everything was, nobody was doing graphic design over the holidays. And I told him, I'm like, just go get some boards and some paint. Cause he kept talking about it and talking about it. And he's like, ah, I want to do this. He's following these artists and stuff. He's like, I think I can make this work. I really am drawn to this go get some damn paint and do some it. canvases and go freaking paint something. <laughs> and the, over the holidays, cause he had these visions in his head of what he wanted to create. And, and so I said, well, go do the thing, go get all the things and get it out of your head. And that actually launched his first, he did his first piece that December and he, and his, if you want to follow him, it's at Jason Recker on Instagram. He created, it was a Rolling Stone cover, like a magazine cover that he painted on top of and did all this stuff too. And it was his first one and he posted it online and everybody went crazy for it. He showed people his work and then he started doing another one and then he did another one. Well, in 2020, he did over $70,000 in artwork sales Wow! because he took the first step. Wow. He painted his first painting. He shared it on social media it started, people were like, Oh, can you do this artist? Can you do that artist? Then he started, he started doing more artists and doing more things. And now he's Jason, he's record art. That's his business. But it took him to do the first thing in order for, this is the whole point. You got to do the action, the act, you got to be activated. You got to do something in order to uncover it. And now he's, he's got some opportunities coming in that are pretty exciting. And but it wouldn't have happened if he didn't take that first step. That is so true. And it's such good advice and it's applicable in anything. It doesn't matter yeah. if it's a business decision, any decision you're making yeah. in your life, anything you're thinking about doing and want to do. If it's, oh, I want to go on walks more outside and be a bit more active. I want to yeah. be a, go by the I shoes. I want to be just like <laughs> a professional cheerleader. It sounds like coaching could be super interesting for me. Yeah. I'm super yeah, interested absolutely. in it for sure. Yeah. It's, it's, if you've got, you know, coaching is, is teaching people something that is easy for you or that, you know, that they don't know. Right. So you're always, you just have to be a few steps ahead of the people you're coaching. And that's really all it comes down to. And I mean, obviously you've got to know how to do it and all the ins and outs of it, but it's possible. And, um, you know, just back to the, the question, that last question there, anything that's on your heart, passion wise, um, desire wise that you want to do, even if it's just picking up a book on it, even if it's just talk, like, you know, talking to somebody about it, um, even just having those conversations energetically in the universe, uh, universal laws type things that starts to put it into motion. So you might pick up a book on how to become a coach And that's going to lead you to something in that book that leads you to something else that leads you to something else. And before you know it, you've got your logo done and you're launching your coaching Hmm. business, right? But so the step doesn't have to be this big, like crazy, oh my God, tomorrow I'm starting a business. It could just be to start researching it, whatever it is, the passion, the thing, like you said, walking, it might even just be going to buy the running shoes. And right. then you're looking at the running shoes and then you put the running shoes on, you go, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be a huge step. It just has to be something. And that energetically sets a law of attraction energy into motion. And then you attract the next thing and the next thing and the next thing, just by being intentional with the action that you're taking. So it's powerful. It. It's super yeah. powerful and it it's real and it 
It works. And it's so funny because it sounds so obvious and simple, but clearly it is so hard for us to take that first step. So because we get in our heads mm -hmm. trying to plan it all out and then we get stuck. Exactly. We have to let it go and -hmm. just do it and go for it. Mm -hmm. So Shana, where can people follow you, work with you, stay in touch with you? Absolutely. I'm on uh, Instagram and it's at quantum leap queen is where you can find me on Instagram and uh, shanarecker.com is my website. Everything that I'm doing is usually up to date on there and on my Instagram. Uh, I also have a Facebook group. Uh, it's a free Facebook community where I do a lot of teachings and it's uh, quantum leap with Shana on Insta or on Facebook. So I will uh, make sure you get the links to those. And I'd love to have, have you join us over there. Yes. Amazing. Thank you so, so, so much. Thank you for having me, Stephanie. This has been fun. Hi everyone. I hope you enjoyed this bonus expert edition with Shana Recker. So much great advice from one conversation, but we have to begin somewhere. When it comes to making a change, Shana emphasized the importance of an investment and that transformation only happens when there's a transaction. Whether it be to invest in a coach, invest in a course, anything else, this action will help us really follow through and hold ourselves accountable and show up. I love how Shana said that nobody knows their path from where they are to where they want to be. We don't know the how and we aren't meant to know the how. Our job is to know what we want and then to start taking bold actions and the how will start to show itself. Throughout our conversation, Shana emphasized the importance of action. She said that a lot of people get stuck in the planning part and never actually take a step. We just got to take a step, any step. Every time we take one, we learn something, we get feedback. It helps us make the next step better and the next one, continuously leading us to the next thing and the next thing, getting closer to where we want to be. To learn more and connect with Shayna, you can follow her on Instagram at quantumleapqueen, visit her website at shaynarecker.com, and join her Facebook community, Quantum Leap with Shayna. Links are in the show notes. That's it for now.